Amen. Amen. Well, do you feel holidayed? Wow. Here we are. Just, just getting ready to launch to a brand new year. Closing out this one, right? Uh, a lot of the relatives have left. Sean's over there happy, happy as can be, laughing. <laughs> That's not a good place to do that. Because um, some of them are still there. Okay. Uh, uh, but, you know, th- things, it feels like things winding down. But in reality, no, things about to launch. Man, things are about to launch. Right? Well, man, things are just getting ready to go. Amen? I'm talking about some crazy things. Good things. Huh? Amazing things. Uh, the Bible says rejoice and be glad, for, for the Lord will do great things. Great things. Everybody shout great things. Great things. Let's do it together on three. One, two, three. Great That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Great things. Some of you guys are going, great things. We want to choke you out for Jesus, just telling you. You know, when, when we're shouting great things and we're sitting next to somebody who ain't even got a shout in them, and we're in this church, we just want to resuscitate you. That's what we're going to do today. We're, we're, we're going to resuscitate you. You know, uh, Psalms 119, verse 50, he said, in all, in all my distress, in all my calamity, th- this is my comfort, in all my affliction, your word revives me. This is, this is what comforts me no matter what I'm going through, no matter what I'm facing, no matter how heavy the load, no matter how frustrating the circumstance, no matter how challenging the moment. This is, this is what gives me strength, hope, peace, and vision. Your word, I know your word is going to revive me. That, that, that word revive is, uh, is an awesome word. It, it, it's uh, the Hebrew word hayah. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be an awesome word just to be, just to have, hi you know, come on, come on, think about it. You, 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 you can, you can give one to the devil today. Just, hi I'm, I'm getting revived. I'm getting revived it, it, because God's going to do great things. God's going to, I'm going to rejoice and be glad because God has done great things and he will do great things. It depends on what version you read it in. King James, I think it says, has done, and, and, and Amplified says, will do. Well, which is it? Both. It's both. He's done great things. No eye has seen, neither has it entered, you know, no, man, no, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, neither has it entered the heart of any man, the things that God has prepared for those who love him. Man, God's got things planned for you. I said, God's got things planned for you. And a lot of you are thinking, I can't handle any more things. Things are out of control. Things are killing me. No, things are going to bless you. Man, God's got things that are going to give you hope. God's got things that are going to draw you into your future. God's got things that are going to lift you up. God's got things that are going to make your life better. But when are those things going to get here? They are here. I told you now, I have all day. Things. Things. You, you know, uh, 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 I, took, I took 
I took a verse and started meditating it because it's just like, man, there's something in there. And I, and I know I haven't got to the end of it yet. But uh, there is this verse, and it's in Acts chapter 15, verse 18. And, and it says, Known unto God are all his works from the beginning of time, from the beginning of the world. Known unto God are all his works from, from, from the beginning. From the begin- God, God's works, he knows what he's doing. Known unto God. Now, the problem is, is that we don't. You know, we, we don't have that clarity that God has. God, one, one of the writers said, you are God in heaven, and here I am on earth. I think, let my words be few. So basically what he's saying is, hey, you're God in heaven, big picture. I'm here on earth, no clue. So let's go with what you say. You know, that, that might be a good, a, a, a good way to launch into this coming year. How about we do what God says? And how about we build our life on, on his perspective? Not mine, because he's got a big picture. Known are, are his works. Known unto God are his works. From the beginning. From the beginning. He knows. From the beginning. He knows. He, you know, in, in the Message Bible, this is kind of cool. The message, God said it. Now he's doing it. And it's no afterthought. He's always known what he was going to do. See, you, you got to understand this, that what, what he said, he's going to do. God, God's word will not return into him void without accomplishing the very purpose for which he set it forth to accomplish. In Luke, it says, no word from God will ever fail. No word from God will ever fail. God knows what he's going to do. But sometimes, you know, he, he, in Isaiah, it said that he declared the end at the beginning, and, and he's declared things not yet done. But he's going to do it. It's going to get done because he said, this is my pleasure and I will do it. There are things not yet done, but God's works. See, God's known his works from the beginning. And, and the craziness that, that we've, uh, you know, found ourselves in the midst of ain't changing what he had planned at the beginning. He declared the end at the beginning. Now, Proverbs 14, 12 says that there's a way that seems right in a man, but the end are the ways of death. In other words, there's a way that looks right to you, but if you get to the end of that, that that's not good. That, that one's all messed up. But he declared the end at the beginning. See, what you and I do is that we, we focus on the way. There's a way that seemeth right. We, we hyper-focus on the way, but what we need to do is learn to focus on the end and let God direct the way. Because, you know, what happens is, is that when we, get, when, we, when we get distracted in the middle, we start assuming we've reached the end. You think you're at the end because you don't know what the end is. He declared the end at the beginning, but you get in the middle and you say, we're finished. Divorce rate in our country is just out of control. Yeah? Why? Because a lot of people in the middle assume they're done. But that's not the end that he declared. It's just the end that you accepted. Right? Because, you know, a lot of people end things before they reach the end. But God knew the end at the beginning. Known are the works of God from the beginning. And in the middle, the craziness, it doesn't disrupt the end that God had planned. Because we know this, right? Romans 8, 28. We know this. That all things work together for good for those who love God. The, and the call according to his purpose. All things work together for good. All things. 
See, a lot of times we're wanting God to change things, to remove things, to get rid of things. But the reality is, is that we need all things. But we, we, what, what, would, what would help us is if we'd get God's perspective on things. Because it could be the thing that you're running from is the thing that's actually going to save your bacon. It could be the thing that you think is going to kill you. God's going to use that, that thing. That thing is, he's going to use to make you stronger. You think the thing that's taking you out, man, God's looking at it and he's going to use that thing to lift you up. Why? Because all things, all things are working together for good. See, if, if, if you leave some things out, you might not get the end that he declared at the beginning. Because he's, ta- he's, he's using all things, all things, right? All things. Look at somebody and tell them all Come on, look at somebody. Some of you guys just sitting there looking at me. I already got it. Look at somebody. Tell them all things. This is participatory Sunday. Okay? I know it, it snowed outside. We had like a blizzard. You know, you know, friends of ours in Yakima, they got a foot in their, in their front lawn. You know, in Spokane, it's jacked up. We, we have a light dusting, and we act like the end of the world has just occurred. <laughs> Only if you're riding with Lindsay. But, uh. Uh, the deal is, <laughs> just saying, don't ride with Lindsay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Second Corinthians five seventeen. Let's get in this thing. For, I mean, come on. God's got great things. God's got great things. A lot of times, well, when when are those things going to show up? They have. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's anybody in Christ here today. Yeah. Come on. If any man be in Christ. He's a new creature. Old things are gone. New thing. Wait a minute. Everything looks the same to me. You know, I, I got born again, right? I, I, I signed the card. I bought a T-shirt. I got a bumper sticker. But it, I don't see anything different. The old things were passing away, and new things. New things. What's that one? Second Corinthians 5. All these things are of God. Look, look at verse 17. It says, old things are gone. All things have become new. Well, where are the new things? No, it doesn't say that God's going to make all new things. It says that he's going to make all things new. You with me? Those guys are weird. <laughs> See, we're looking around for all new things. But God's making all things new. This is my comfort and all my affliction. Your word revives me. What I thought was dead, you breathe life into. What I thought was hurting me, no, you, you turn it and it ends up helping me. You, what, 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 what should have taken me down, you go and break all the rules. And you use it to pick me up, to elevate me. What, what the enemy intended for evil, hello, have you heard it? God uses for good. Why? Because all things are working together for my good. Can you imagine how frustrating this must be to hell? To know that if we come against them, 
if we if, if the guy ever if the guy ever gets a moment if, if the bulb ever comes on, he's going to realize he's got this insane advantage that he can't be taken out. No matter what we do, if he ever sees God's perspective on it, it's going to end up taking him up. And then hell gets frustrated, and when hell's frustrated, it does stupid stuff. You know, think about Joseph. You know, uh, everybody knows the story of Joseph, right? And Joseph has a dream, and God begins to show him things. And by the way, God's, a lot of times, you know, God's going to do new things. Remember not the former thing, neither consider the things of old, for I'm about to do a new thing. It's going to spring forth right now. Are you going to recognize the thing that I'm going to do? God's, God's all about things. And one reason that, that he just uses the word things is because he can't describe to you what, what you don't know anything about. Because what you'll do is if he begins to describe to you the new thing, you begin to take the old thing and compare it to the new thing, and pretty soon the new thing's starting to look like the old thing. When what, what God's wanting us to do is to allow him to, to control the new thing until the old thing's looking like the new thing, not the new thing looking like the old. You with me? See, if your hands are too involved, it ends up looking like what you had. You have a historical past, and God wants you to have a prophetic future. Okay, so, so Joseph, he's having this dream, and, and he's, beginning, he's beginning to see things that, you know, no eye has seen and no ear has heard, and has never entered the heart of man, the things that God has prepared. And God begins to, to show him things, and, and he starts sharing things with people who are like anti-things. He's sharing things with people that don't understand things. See, the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit, neither can he, for they are foolishness to him. Right? And so there are people in the natural realm, they're looking at Joseph saying, well, that's stupid. We don't like that because, well, you know, his dream did sound a little bit arrogant. You know, when you come and tell, hey, guess what, everybody? Ha <laughs> ha! You're going to serve me. Oh, yeah? We are going to serve you. We're going to serve you for lunch. <laughs> and, uh, and you know the story, man. They throw him in a pit. But he's, he's seen something. Something on the inside of him. Is going, no, 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 God, God's got a purpose. Uh, known unto God are all of his works from the beginning of time. You know, uh, the, the, no weapon formed against me can prosper, man. I, this is going to be awesome, and I'm in a pit, but I got a dream. And, a, and the dream, you know, kind of pops him up out of that pit, and he's over there at Potiphar's house, and things are going really, really, really well. Man, you know, so most people would have thought that things would have crushed him, but things didn't crush him. Th- things made him stronger. And, and now he's in a place where things are just rocking, man. Look at things. Look at things, and then something crazy happens. And then crazy things starts to happen, and, and, you know, Potiphar's wife, she comes in, and Potiphar's wife, I mean, she's probably nasty, too. You know, just think about it. And, and you know, and here she is in her old nasty self, and she's, you know, throwing the moves on, on, on him, and he's going, no, man, I, I'm headed to something great. God's about to do great things in my life. I look at you. You ain't great. You go that way. And she, she accuses him of something. And now he's in prison. Now he's in prison. But he's got a dream. Because God's shown him some things. 
You know, some of you guys, some of you guys, you feel like you're all bound up, but there's something on the inside of you. Man, God's shown you something, but it just seems like everything else is working against the thing that, that was pulled. And, and you're pursuing the thing that, that God has for you, but, but other things pop up. Man, you want to talk about frustrating. Just get a glimpse of the great thing that God's pulling you towards. And, 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 and all hell throws a bunch of other things your way. But you just got to understand something, that God knows how to do a thing. I said, God knows how to do a thing. Here he is, and he's in this prison, and guys start coming to him with dreams. They start sharing their dreams, and he's like, hey, I'm kind of good with dreams. And and the butcher comes, and and the baker, and probably the candlestick maker, but he didn't make it into the book. But uh, but it's it's a cool thought. But uh, people are bringing him dreams, and and, and he's just, and, and he's, you know, man, he sees things that nobody else can see. Here's what's going to happen to you if, you if you ever begin to see the thing that God has for you. You're also going to see things in others. And others are going to recognize, hey, man, there's something about that guy because that guy is not intimidated by things. That guy can see things that other people can't see. Right? Because he, he's like tuned in and, and, he, and, and he's helping everybody with their dreams and it usually ends up getting him in trouble. Because the more he presses towards the great things, the more hellacious things he has to encounter. And then one day, you know, of all the people, the king pulls him up and says, bring him in here. And he's like, oh, this is, this is beautiful. And the, and the king says, hey, I've had a dream. And right about that time, Joe's going, I'm sick of dreams. I don't want to do any more dreams. Every time I do a dream, I get into more trouble. But, 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 but what's the dream? Okay, the, well, and remember, it's got, the, it's got the skinny cows and the fat cows, and, and, and no, but nobody else can see anything. And, and, and Joseph says, well, that's an easy one. You know, you're going to have this many years of, of hard time but, uh, or, or good time, and then you're going to have this many years of, of bad time. But if we do it God's way, the bad time's not going to, the thing that, that would seemingly take you out is going to actually going to take you up. The thing that should have hurt you is going to end up helping you because we will be prepared for the thing. Why? God's a God of great things. Bad things don't intimidate great things. Why? Because God knows how to do a thing. Known unto God are all of his works from the beginning of time. So God knew this was going to happen, so he showed you this, so that you, you take this time, get prepared for what's coming, and when what's coming, uh, what, you know, it, it won't harm you. It'll actually help you. And so, uh, you know the story. Everybody starts making bank, and everybody's doing really good, and then the hard times come, and, and then Joseph's brothers show up, and Joseph gets to make that famous statement, hey, what you thought was going to hurt me actually helped me. Why? Because God knows how to do a thing. Do you want to know what's crazy? Is that that was just the middle. That wasn't even the end that God declared in the beginning. Because this is king that pops up, who knows about, but he doesn't know Joseph. And he sees Joseph's people getting stronger and getting wealthier and getting more influential. And he sees great things happening to those people. And he's a little bit intimidated because, you know what? Those aren't our people. And we see the things that they got, and we'd like to have some of their things instead of them having all the good things. And we, you know, so let's make them do some things that, 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 so that we can keep control over these other things. 
And, and the king starts pressing the people and, 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 uh, uh, and gets this crazy idea. Here's what we should do, you know, is that we should, we should start. Let's eliminate uh, the, 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 the boys. Let's, let's ha- ha- have them throw all the baby boys in the river. But the midwives are like, nah, and, and they, they, they bypass that thing, you know. And, and, and then, then the king says, okay, you've you got you to get rid of all these guys. And, and there, was, there, was this, there was this lady, and, uh, oh, what was her name? Yakaship or something like that. It's, it's really a cool name. You should name your next child that, Yakaship. I don't recommend it because that's not it, but it's close. But, uh, but uh, she, uh, she has, she has, God's doing a thing. Right? God's doing a thing. It's bigger, it's bigger than any of them individually, but God's doing a thing. I, I just want you to get this. God's doing a thing. And, and this gal, she has this baby, and she's looking at this baby boy, and she's supposed to, like, throw him in the river or something. And, and, but, but, but she's like, no, God's doing something. And look at this kid. This kid is, like, perfect, which is unlike any other mother. No, you know, she, she's like, look at this child, and, and she's so pumped, and, and, and so she hides him. She hides him, but let, let me tell you something. It's, it's, it, it gets hard because, you know what? When God is doing something great, it's pretty hard to hide it. Oh, come on. That was better than you know. Okay. That was really a great thought. And, and, and she, she, she builds this little ark, and, she, she, and, and she, she puts slime in there. That's what the King James says, that she puts slime in it, and she puts the baby Moses in, in the ark, and she hides it in the bulrushes, and Pharaoh's daughter goes down to bathe, and she finds the baby, and she says, hey, let's take that baby home. Look, at him. He's a cute one, isn't he? And we'll just raise him like our own. And so here, here, here's Moses now. And Moses is, is in, you know, he, he's in the enemy camp, if you will. And, he's, and they're paying for his education. And they're, they're feeding him and they're training him. And grandpa, grandpa is ruling. Why? Because God knows how to do a thing. But there's something on the inside of Moses. That when he sees one of his own people being, being mistreated, something rises up on the inside of him and, and he can't take it and, and, and he snaps and he kills that dude and he hides him in the sand. And, and, uh, uh, and, and then, you know, through the process of events, he ends up, oh my God, the news is starting to spread and he takes off and Pharaoh's looking for him to, you know, he's going to get his hiding because, uh, he, and, and he's out in the desert and he's hiding and then God comes and talks to him and he says, hey, Mo, there's something I need you to do. I want you to go in there and walk into the Pharaoh and say, just say a few words for me. Let my people go. He ends up, you know, when he gets there, isn't it crazy? Here, God knows how to do a thing. He don't need no translator. He don't need nobody to usher him down the hall. Got this, I know the way. He went through some things that prepared him for something. He had no idea. No eye had seen, no ear had heard, neither had entered the heart of any man the thing that God had prepared him for. And there were good things. There were hard things. There were tough things. There were crazy things. Why? Because God knows how to do a thing. And he's standing in there. You know, when when most people would have been taken out, it's kind of hard because Pharaoh's looking at his grandson. I just think it's amazing how God does things. 
got him out just in time as a little kid, as a baby, got him out of there just in time so that he wouldn't recognize that he had been abandoned by his mother because if he had been too old, he would have felt abandoned and he would have been a, a victim mentality his entire life. But no, he, he got right in there and he thought he's part of the family and, that, and all of these things working together for some other thing. Because God took old things and he made all things new. See, a lot of you are dealing with things. Things seem out of control. Things seem more than you can bear. Things seem to be against you. But God makes all things new. He breathes life into everything. Matter of fact, he said he's going to give you authority over all the power of the enemy so that no thing can even harm you. See, the enemy wants you to think that you're on your way out. But God wants you to know. (laughs) God wants you to know some things about the things that are troubling you. Jeremiah 33.3, call me, call me, and I'll answer you. That's a pretty good deal coming from God. Because you have friends who won't answer when you call. God says, call me, and I'll answer you. And I'll show you great and mighty things. Now, here's the problem is that a lot of us are looking for God to do all new things. So when we're looking for great and mighty things, we ain't looking at things that are already here. We're looking for things to come, and we're trying to get rid of things to make room for things. So we're looking for great and mighty things. But he said, I'm going to show you great and mighty things, fenced-in things, hidden things. It ain't new things, it's just new things. Hello? It, 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 are, are you with me? It ain't, it, ain't, it ain't like it ain't never been there. No, it's like you ain't never seen it like you're going to see it. I'm going to show you some things. You know, it's kind of like when you, when you own something, you've had it for a long time, and then somebody who knows that thing shows up and shows you about the thing that you've had all these years, and you realize that all these years I didn't know anything about the thing until the guy who knew the thing showed up and showed me all about the thing. He said, I'm going to show up, and I'm going to show you great and mighty things, things that are fenced in and hidden, things which you do not know. I'm going to show you. That's going to be hard for some of you guys to get. I'm almost done. You doing okay? God says, I want to show you some things you don't know, and a lot of you think you know everything. You know what's really disgusting as, as a, you know, and, and, and I'll get some backup. I'll, I'll even put it this way. I was talking to Glenn, and he said, so it's not me. You know, I, I, I was talking to, to Glenn, or I was talking to Joan Glenn, or I was talking to Lauren Kane, or I was talking, you, you, you want to know what's really horrible? When, uh, you know, because 
uh, Shelby and I, we've been in ministry 35 years. So you guys have been around. You've had this experience, and you can relate to me. So, so don't, you know, don't, don't be judgmental. Don't be bitter when I tell you the truth. But you want to know what's really frustrating? Is that when you are looking at a thing that someone else is dealing with, sometimes you see things that they don't see in those things. And you can tell that they don't see because of how they're handling that thing. And you knew that if they could see the thing the way that you see the thing, that they could handle the thing in a different manner and get a totally different result from the thing that they're struggling with. And so you mention something to them about the thing that's causing them all kinds of crazy things. And you say this about the thing, and they say, yeah, I know. Don't you just want to throttle them? I mean, just at that moment, just for a split second, Mine lasts for days, but, but it's like, yeah, I know, yeah, mm-hmm, I know. See, a lot of us, one of the things God needs to show us is that we don't know everything. See, there's a reason you're not calling on God about everything. Because we have a promise from God, and he said, call me and I'll answer you, and I'll tell you stuff that you don't know. There's a reason we ain't calling on him more, because we already think we know. And he said, I'm going to show you things about things that you don't know. I'm going to show you things that you do not distinguish. I'm going to show you things that you do not recognize. I'm going to show you some things that you have no knowledge of and that you don't understand. Not about things out there, but about things that are already here. See, it... It doesn't, it wouldn't behoove you. <laughs> behoove. I used a King James word. It wouldn't behoove you for God to bring in a bunch of new things if you can't recognize the other things that you already have. But God said, I know how to do a thing. I know how to do a thing. And known unto God are his works from the beginning. See, he knew when he, when, 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 when he was making you. Ephesians 2 says, we are his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we might do the good work, which he predestined ahead of time. The good work known unto God are all of his works. And he said, hey, you're, you're his handiwork, his recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that you might do the good work, which he predestined, right? So that you could, so that you could, uh, t- take the path that, which, that he got ready for you to take so that you can live the good life, which he prearranged and made ready for you to live. He's got a great plan for your life. The, the end that God's declared over you at the beginning is amazing. But in the middle, the enemy's showing you all these things, and from that human perspective, from that carnal point of view, things don't look so good. But God wants to show you great and mighty things. He wants, to, he wants to pull back the curtains, man. Let you look into a situation and realize, hey, what the enemy was trying to use to kill me, <laughs> I'm going to humiliate hell with that. Man, you know, what the devil thought would take me down, God said, I'm going to use that thing. That's the thing. That's the thing I want to use. Man, that's the thing. Uh, you, you, don't need, you don't need to be plucked up out of your situation and moved over to a white sandy beach and be sitting under an umbrella with a drink that has another umbrella in it. That's called vacation. <laughs> vacation is great one week at a time. You don't need a lifetime of it. 
See, because you want victory. I'm about to go Pentecost on you. Okay. Okay. You want victory. Let me tell you what's coming in, in the new year. Victory. Victory. Okay. I'm talking about crazy victory. Let me tell you what the enemy's after. He wants, he wants your future. He wants your family. And he wants your faith. And, and let me tell you what God's going to do. God's going to show you some things about your future. He's going to show you some things about your family. He's going to show you some things uh, uh, about your faith. He's, he's going to show you some things that, that, that you already got. You, you, let me tell you something. Some of you guys, oh, God, 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 we need, we need money, 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 more money. God's going to show you, hey, let me show you what I could do if you handled what you already have my way. Oh, God... We need help in our family. We, you got you to change everything. No, I want to use everything. Yeah, but they're crazy. Exactly. Huh? Exactly. Yeah, but they don't even like you. Just wait till I get done. Just trust me. Just trust me. Just. Dude. You know, I'm praying. I'm really praying that some of you guys will begin to see some of the things that God's begin to show me about where we're headed, about your, your family, your future, and your faith. Fresh doesn't even begin to describe it. See, because what God does is he makes all things new. He makes all things new new not broken see you got bleeding things you got wounded things you got dilapidated things God said why don't you bring me all those things because I can heal those things I can restore those things I can refresh those things I can revive those things you know that jacked up relationship? Why don't you see what it looks like when it's new? See, uh, I, love, I, I love words, and, and, and a highlight to words are prefixes. Dude, prefixes rock. A prefix is a grammatical stem added to the beginning of a word to change the meaning of that word. So when you add the prefix, it changes everything about the word. God's favorite prefix. God loves prefixes. Read the Bible. His favorite prefix is re. R-E. Renew, restore, revive, refresh, re-everything. Re means to bring back to the original state its, its created form. To bring it back. So, so when he's renewing your mind, you're not like getting a new mind. He's bringing your mind back to the place it was created to be. Refresh. Repent. See, repent is a really cool word because it's two prefixes put together to make a word. Re, bring back to the original, right? Pent is top, like pent house. So when you repent, you get back up on top again. See, the things that have pressed you out of your position... God said, you know, why don't we just repent about those things and get back up on top again? 
Why, why, why don't we take the things that the enemy's humiliating you about and humiliate him with those same things? So that when you look at those things, you don't see death and destruction. You see life and devotion. So that when, 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 you, when you're dealing with things that were a tremendous test, a trial, now they're an awesome testimony that, that pull others to a place of victory. Why? Because I'm not ashamed of anything. Because if I'm in Christ, I'm a new creature. And the old thing lost its grip. And the new thing, it's the same thing, but now it's new. See, the thing that was old, that was death, it done passed away. It lost its control. And now it's a new thing. It's a life-giving thing. The thing that used to be sucking the life out of me, now it's a life-giving thing to more than me. To more than me. To more than me. God wants to get you back up on top again. I said, God wants to get you back on top again. You know what you ought to do? You ought to close your book right now. Just close your book. Bow your head. What we're going to do, we're going to pray a prayer together, all of us. And if you're in this place today, you say, you know what? It's time for me to get on top again. It's time for me. I want to be back in the position I was created to be in. Man, God, it's not some afterthought thing. God's not looking at my life going, okay, now, now what should we do with this mess? No. No one has worked from the beginning. This middle thing, he... It, it, it's not, it's not got God distracted. He knows how to use this to promote me. He knows how to use this to develop me. So I'm going to get back up on top again. I'm not going to live separated from God. I'm going to live connected. I, I, I'm going to get the God life thing flowing in my life instead of running from it. Today, I choose to run to it. So what we're going to do, we're going to pray this prayer, all of us. We're not going to call you out, won't embarrass you, won't make you stand. But if you're in this place today and say, you know what? This is my day. This is my day. I'm getting on top. I'm getting on top. And all the things the enemies tried to use against me, I'm going to give all those things to God so that he can make all things new. I'm going to pray this prayer, and I'm going to make it my prayer. I'm going to get real with God so God can get real with me. If that's you, while nobody's looking around, just hold your hand up real high. Thank you. 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 You can put them down. Anybody else? Just today's the day. Yeah, we're making all things new. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Man, I'm telling you, you don't know how excited God is right now. Because all, all right, now, now you're starting to see some things. Now you're starting to hear some things. Yeah, yeah, this is what I need you to get. I need you to wrap your heart around these things, that all things are going to work together for my good, that you really can trust me if you, if you do things my way. It's going to be amazing. When everybody in this place pray this, say, Dear Heavenly Father, I know I need you. I know I need your love. I know I need your acceptance. I know I need your forgiveness. So come into my life brand new. Change me from the inside out. Make me new. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for setting me free. Thank you for vision. Thank you for strength. Thank you for victory. I choose to live for you every day of my life. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for setting me free. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Come on, guys, give the Lord a big shout. Come on.
Come on, give the Lord a shout. Come on. Come on, let him hear you. Come on, he's a good God. Come on, don't stop early. Come on, shout. Come on. Come on, give someone a high five and say new things. Was that not a good service? Come on, take a seat. Hey, if you're here for the first...